Um, good evening, folks. Uh, testing one, two, one, two. Apparently, today we're live on YouTube for the first of these. Um, so yeah, if you're joining us on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're on Twitter, welcome to you too. And of course, this will be coming out later as a podcast on all the available channels. You're checking out the Front Runner Football Show with me, Gamza Mbata. And today I have a two-man panel in John T. Mark joining me. And I've also got Mazola in the house. Gents, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. It's a rainy, wet evening in Joburg with the prospect of football happening tonight. So let's try and wrap this one up so we can see how that uh, battle at the top of the table pans out between Mamelodi Sundowns and Orlando Pirates in Orlando. Okay, so let's start with obviously the big news of the day and uh, we'd like to extend our condolences to uh, yeah, a young player. Yanji was on his way at the end of the season to go join Bitvest Vitz uh, on a free transfer, but um, all of that curtailed after he was declared dead after a car accident in the early hours of this morning's September Yanji, the player in question. Um, and yeah, it's sad because, you know, it's not the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last, that we attribute a, a road death um, to taking the life quite early of a footballer in this country and I guess a double blow for Free State Stars who in recent times had Richard Henyakani also suffer the same fate. Um, yeah, I mean, as a man from the Free State, um, I, 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 I can only imagine, yes, he's done his contribution and the season's not over. They would have appreciated having him around even though he was going on to greener pastures with the, the Bidvestvitz move. Yeah, I think yeah. Just obviously to send our con- condolences to to the family, his teammates, and 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 and, and the club or Free State Stars and <clears throat> his would be club Bitvest uh, Bits. Um, it's sad, really. I mean, obviously not just for 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 the family and the football fraternity, mm-hmm. uh, but for his current club who were relying heavily on him. Mm-hmm. You know. When when a, when a player signs a pre-contract here in South Africa, usually you get sidelined. Yes, you, you actually don't play because you're not in the future of the club. The club starts to plan ahead. Right. But he was actually a key member of uh, Coach Nicola's team, and he had been contributing with a with some good goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember against Maritzburg United in the win away at Herigwala, the three-two win away to in the Free State. Uh, derby against Bloemfontein Celtic where uh, Yalla Koto won 3-2 he was man of the match there as well you know so and I'm sure Gavin Hunt was looking forward to having him in his team right. you know Gavin Hunt loves a winger you know a speedy winger that can get the crosses in and, and, and chip in with a few goals so obviously he would have been in his plans there 30 years old you know joined from Bobella United in 20, uh, 2015 I think from the National First Division and yeah took the PSL by storm, uh, actually, you know, with his pace catching the eye of several clubs. I don't think uh, Bidvest Vets were the only club that were eyeing him, um, sure. <clears throat> especially when his contract was going to expire in, in, in June. But, you know, that's uh, that's reached a, a dead end there. Um, you know, unfortunately, his life was, was taken away, another life taken on the road. You know, we've known of so many PSL players that have <clears throat> suffered from... Uh, fatal car crashes. Mm. Uh, your Richard Hanyekanis, as you mentioned, Cecil Lolo, most recently, uh, Giftle Remy, um, <clears throat> and 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 a few others. So, you know, I don't know if there's there's something really that the league and the clubs can do to create more awareness. I remember when Richard uh, died in a in a similar 
uh, incident uh, a few years ago about nearly three nearly four years ago mm. there was a big uh, <clears throat> you know um at his funeral there was a big debate especially the clubs coming from the from the club itself warning uh, the players that his teammates that were sitting there mm. that if if you keep going on this path you too will, will suffer the same fate but you know i guess um some 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 didn't listen and and, and now we 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 here talking about a player that's uh, yet another player that's died from a car car accident yeah no a sad news indeed so we do extend our condolences um like we said to his uh, friends family the club the supporters um and yeah we you know hope um, it's not in vain i hope something can come out of this as far as you said with the awareness and just kind of bringing light to the fact that um it's not a good place to be for a professional footballer driving in the wee hours of the morning because if it's not you behind the wheel it could be someone else behind another car's wheel that um causes you to be in such a situation so our condolences extended to all those people mentioned um, Um, as we now focus on some of the news of the day apparently Safa has allocated 10 million rand to women's football to establish a women's pro league have you guys heard about this yeah yeah i think it was uh, <clears throat> it was at a recent uh, press conference i don't know if i think they were, there was they called a press conference about a check ceremony as, as Safa often do right um, and but the big issue for me here is we, you know the the goalposts keep shifting mm. with regards to the start of the women's mm. league right you know it was late last year then it was going to be earlier this year now i heard it's september or august i, I don't know the the, the goalposts keep keep shifting so so they keep saying we don't have money we need sponsors now suddenly they found 10 million rand what in a in a cupboard in the offices mm-hmm. i don't know They're i think like, I'm, i'm you know i stand under correction mm-hmm. but i think the money comes from the fifa legacy isn't it Okay, the, the, the so trust the, the trust fund right uh, which they are trying to to put because because apparently there is no sponsorship and there there is no money the sasol sponsorship on its own cannot you know carry the load of of the of, women's of, team of, and of, the league the yeah. women's team and and the league so i think they've they've kind of taken money from uh from the legacy trust mm. uh, but I, i stand under cor- correction but i think i i i, I read a story along along those lines we might have to just double check on that yeah. well let's hope that it is true because it would be something welcome in growing the the women's game do you think there's enough interest and would there be enough traction well, i think there will be i think women's football is growing <clears throat> immeasurably it's probably the fastest growing element of football mm. if you look at it in that way mm. certainly in terms of the way football in europe and the in the champions league in in europe and the the game globally is growing and and south africa you know have qualified for the world cup for the mm. first time and and you know you'd think that there would be sponsors that would be keen to come on board for that i certainly know mm. that players have their own like janine van veek have have had sponsors come on board but it would be it would be great to see like sponsors get behind the banyana team in the way that they would the bafana team if they qualified for a world cup right. obviously there always seems to be like <clears throat> a wait and see approach with the women doesn't there yeah i think you know it's it's always market value and you know sponsors the sponsors are not going to invest in something they don't think they can get the full value from and, and mm. it's that kind of thing so i think maybe people are keeping an eye on it just to see how it develops but it would be good if someone would take and it might be a gamble in the beginning i mean obviously sasol have to be commended because they've put their weight they actually moved away from the men's under 23 side and went they went from the men if you like to the women they went yeah. behind benyona benyona and yeah. and uh, you know they've got to two olympics in a row they've got to the world cup so the results are there on the field i think it would be nice to see a bit more money and and you know it's never going to be 
at the moment measurable to the men's game just because of popularity. Yeah. But, but you know, it'd be nice for someone to come on board and, and invest a bit more money and, and also for Safa to, to throw their weight. So I think you have to say it's a good thing that they're putting the 10 million in. Yeah. Um, yeah, if they are putting it in and if the Pro League does indeed um, come to fruition, because as Mazzola said, there seemed to be sort of the timeline seems to be shifting all the time with when it's starting. Yeah. I think he's got the scoop. Yeah, I found that story. Um, it is from 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 the Legacy Trust. Then the, the 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 amount that's been taken out is ninety six million, which nineteen million will, will will go towards the junior national teams and ten million to the women's league, which is scheduled to kick off in August on Women's Day. Huh. You know, so the that's what I was talking about that the goalposts keep shifting. Keep shifting. I mean, we've been we've been given from my recollection, we've been given about three different dates since the first announcement that right. there was there was going to be a women's league that's that's being launched in 2019. So, if my math is right, I'm also missing about 60 million rand from that little summation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the, 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 the rest of it? So, okay, let me from the top. There, there will be. <laughs> So it's it's 96 million that's uh-huh. being allocated from SA's share of the profit from hosting the World Cup. Okay. 50, there will be 53 million left from the original 450. Oh, okay. And okay. 96 will be spent by Safa uh, throughout the year, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, then they start... You know, you know, taking miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah. Under oh, miscellaneous. You, you never know. And and, and this is this, this is where, you know, okay, I'm going off topic now, but these scandals. Yeah, you know, I, with, I knew that's where yeah, you were going with, with it. Yeah. With Leslie Sidibe having come out to say there must be an investigation into the Safa uh, finances and all of that. But they, you know, Danny Jordan has come out before to say we're an open book. If anyone from the media mm. wants to come and have look at our, our financial records they are free to do so you know we've got people looking after the legacy trust because there's been questions over and over about right, that the utilization money, of the money of that money from SA's share of, of the world hosting the, the profits of hosting the world cup well now we're hearing that and I think some of it was used for Fun Valley you know uh, the technical center mm-hmm. but I've been to Fun Valley uh, last year and yeah it doesn't look like any money has, has made its way to Fun Valley but anyway that's oh. a topic that's a topic for another you, you, day. You couldn't leave it. You couldn't leave it without being controversial. You ask it. questions because it's half always like they plead poverty and then they have money and then they plead poverty and then they have money. Yeah. That's how it feels. And also you look at things like Bafana, apparently they, they had to endure like a 28-hour flight to get back from yeah. Sfax to Johannesburg. Like, why? Well, I mean, we were at the football <laughs> forum, which uh, on that note, thank you so much to everybody who came out. But something that, 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 that was brought up there was that there was a discussion around the wages um, for the Bafana team before they left. They had to get a bit of a down payment. Yeah, yeah. So whoever runs the books um, just needs to find a better exactly. system. And isn't it funny that how Jonti and I were at the airport and, 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 and the acting CEO looked us straight in the face and said money has never been an issue for the national team. Wow. You know, so only to find out a few days later when yeah. we were at the forum that yeah. the players were, you know, and their representatives were locked in meetings exactly. with Safa with exactly. the players threatening to go on strike. I mean, phew. 
it's crazy. It's 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 okay. It's crazy. Okay, <laughs> let, let, let's uh let's uh end off the conversation starters with with something that's positive because once again it is another topic that came up at the football forum in terms of uh, players in, in empowering themselves for life after football and the story that's come out is with uh, Sboniso Kakla coming out and you know graduating, getting his uh, political science and social studies degree. That's a good news story. Yeah, I actually bumped into Pa uh, a few weeks ago mm. at some. Um, indoor event uh, and he he was the uh, ambassador mm. uh, of, of of that uh, small tournament and i kind of you know just get casual chat asking him pa what are you doing you know and he was like don't ask me if i've officially retired <laughs> right but one of the things that come out was that he's studying you know um what he didn't tell me is that he was about to graduate right but he did mention that he was he was studying and he's, he's looking for something to fall back on and I got a degree from, uh, you know, uh, Vets University. Mm. You know, uh, proud Vetsi there. I'm also a Vetsi, so it's 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 a good thing when when and and it's inspiring as well. I mean, this is a player that's played at the highest level. Sure, you know, he's played at the World Cup, Confed Cup. He's played in Belgium. He's played for Kaiser Chiefs. You know, he's he's won. He's won two titles, I think. Yeah. Um, and and now even even before he's 35. You know, he's, he's already like you know, racked he, up. A, a he's degree. already looking forward to say so many, so many. I think one of the things that he said was that so many of his teammates, he's seen so many of his teammates and former former teammates mm. go broke mm. after retiring from football, mm. and he kept wondering how is this possible. You know, um, when he does the maths, calculating the amount of money that they've earned from when they turned professional from some could be as early as sixteen, right? Some maybe later in their twenties, but. The amount of money that you 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 would have spent uh, in in a in a career maybe sp- spending thirteen to fifteen years, yeah, it's just mind boggling how you all of a sudden end up penniless. So he wanted to do something about him, and well done to Pa. No, well done to him indeed. As we now put all the I guess tidbits of uh, information and news that have come out to the side and focus on what was really the business of the weekend and. Maybe starting last week, in the middle of the week, was the NetBank Cup. Uh, Cape Umoya taking on TS Galaxy. Umoya at home at the Athlone Stadium. Started well, but then uh, Dan Malicella was able to turn it around and, uh, you know, had one of his famous runs down the touchline uh, as he celebrated, um, you know, progression to, to the last um, last four. I mean, it's a, it's a big result for them because it doesn't seem like either of these t- sides are going to do anything about a promotion run as far as the National First Division is concerned. But this could be one of those where they dare to dream, John. Yeah, it's a nice bonus. And it's always nice when the Ned Bank throws up a fairy tale story. Cause, not know. for the sponsors. At the yeah, not for the maybe sponsors. not for the sponsors. <laughs> but um, I think for the for the tournament, though, I mean, and that's what the Ned Bank Cup should be all about, mm. is these teams getting a chance to punch against the big boys, if you like. So now they're playing arrows and they've got a good chance. And I think for Dan Melisella, He'd love to face Chipper United in the final oh, sure. to have a bit of a chance at revenge or whatever it might be, you know, because he's been in and out of that club and you know, maybe not treated very well by them. Um, so he's got a chance now to show what he can do um, and, and really prove a point in the in the final if they get there. I mean, that's all permutations. Obviously, you've got yeah. Steve Compeller potentially playing Kaiser Chiefs as well, which is interesting in itself. Um, but yeah, they did well and um, yeah, it's good. Good, good for them to win at Edomoya and I think um, you know they're they're a budding team I think they only came into fruition this year or yeah. Tim Sakazi left being an agent to run a football club right um, as you do as you do yeah. <laughs> it's only in South Africa maybe I'm not sure maybe in other countries I'm not sure how that works but yeah he he decided and uh, he, he 
started a club and they get good crowds in Pumalanga there, I think. they get, And so that's nice because not so many teams get good fan bases to come and watch them. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Aces, they lost Aces, so I'm, I'm sure the people of that region yeah. are just glad to have a prospect of maybe having a team to follow to the PSL. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it's good for the... And if they can get in the top flight, and it's a building thing for them, so maybe if they do this Nedbank Cup run, give them the confidence to build yeah. for next season. And the resources, next, I guess, and the, the money. resources, and mm. next season they can mount a good challenge for the, for the NFD title. Okay, well, yeah, no, congratulations to them. I, I, I guess it's always interesting and good to have teams from the lower divisions come into this competition, especially at such a late stage. As we now look at uh, Bloom Celtic and uh, Golden Arrow Celtic, once again, same case here as Cape Moya at home, but just not able to to get the results. Steve Gompella, once again, you know, I guess coming now to haunt his former team uh, and get a good result with our errors. Yeah, and I think it was also a bit of revenge as well uh, because <clears throat> I think earlier just after Steve had joined mm. Golden Arrows, mm. uh, Celtic did beat them uh, at the in 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 in, in Bloom, mm. <clears throat> you know, and and they were just basically still applying the same tactics that Steve <laughs> had left <laughs> had left behind. Yeah, and, you know, had helped them to push up so high up the table. Um, but what what would have been interesting is how then Steve would have gone into that game. Knowing that the players and 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 the caretaker coaches in John Maduka and Lechon Olusiema at the mo- at the moment, I still believe they still learned so much from Steve. And mm. why why break up a winning, you know, mess with a winning formula? So to an extent, they probably still are playing the same way that you know they were playing under Steve before he left just just after Christmas. Yeah, and it was it, it was important for Steve to reinvent himself. You know, yes, they it was a scrappy win late in the game with everybody thinking, you know, the game is headed to Too extra time, time and yeah. penalties and all that. Uh, but for them to they they they've done well, you know. So and this is a team that's you know often can talk about having limited to no resources and to to be at this stage of the competition also helps right. you know it can you know similarly to 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 Tim Tim Sukazi's team as well and to Chippa United <coughs> golden arrows can wish to go all the way claim that money and invest into into the upcoming season as well maybe right. playing personnel or what have you so it it, it would be interesting matchups you know, um, fairy tale scripts that we want, but as as you alluded earlier, the sponsors want Kaiser Chiefs in the final, of course. Uh, you know, and potentially another sort of. Well, I guess uh, I, yeah. you know, at this stage, it's enough, really. Yeah, you know, exactly, you can have exactly. Chiefs in the final and have ninety percent of the stadium there for them. <clears throat> yeah, Chiefs in the final, and then maybe like a storyline like Compella taking on Chiefs yeah. would be perfect for the sponsor. I mean, yeah. you could hype a final up around that. But obviously with Chiefs in the final, you'll get a crowd anyway. Yeah, there we go. As uh, we now focus on the next match, which once again also uh, makes it interesting as far as, you know, you have Golden Arrows um, who are through, but then now Chipa are also in the mix as far as the next round is concerned. And I mean, four goals each team. The kind of football that we saw there was it was great for the spectators. I mean, Clinton Larson um, did say after the game that uh, it wasn't great for us uh, watching it from the sidelines. But once again, you have a possible storyline there where he'll maybe face up, hopefully, if the permutations work out against his uh, former team in Golden Arrows. There's so many of these links, and I guess it's happened because of that purge that we saw, the merry-go-round that we saw of the coaches um, in mid-season. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's another story, potential um, uh, story to, to, to throw around. But for me, it wasn't... 
Um, I need to be careful. <laughs> uh, but why? <laughs> look, I don't, the thing is, I don't want to be too harsh. But yeah. <clears throat> obviously, an eight goal thriller yeah. is you know for the spectators. It's bang it's, for your buck, you know. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. But if you, from a tactical point of view, you're watching, you're thinking, what in the world? What kind of schoolboy defending is mm, this? You mm, know. I mm. mean, you had Darren Keat. A week earlier, he was the he could save a marriage. He could save yeah, the memes <coughs> Escom, were endless. He could save Escom. Yes, you know he could uh, he, whatever you know. And then he concedes four goals, you know, and it it builds up on his history. Prior to that game, I think he'd also been leaking like a rusty mm. bucket. You know mm. what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and then you had uh, Bafana defenders and Sviso Shanti and Bushem Kwanazi mm. also in there. And then you begin to wonder. You asking questions. We've got an Afcon coming up. But we've got these going to be the guys. You know, yeah. these going to be the guys that are going to to do the job. Yes, Libya is another story. They were set up maybe to defend a particular way, but at the same time, you're just asking yourself questions. And then you have Clinton Larson on the other hand. You know, they start off pretty well. Yes, they lose a player earlier in the game. That probably kind of changes the dynamics. But also at the same time, I mean, that defending there, some of the goals that were cons- conceded. I mean, mm. it's like Sunday league football. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You know, great, we got goals finally. We've been crying for goals, you know, especially after the international break and all of that. But for me, it, it, it was just a show of just not how not to defend, mm. you know. Uh, but hopefully, they will be hoping as they head into the, the semifinals, you know, they can do shut up shop a little bit better, uh, Chipa United, because they're the team that's that's through. It would have been the same concern for Vets if they had been the team that's going through. And they're facing... Orlando Pirates mm. on, on, yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, and their defense has been leaking like a rusty bucket for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, they lost, they, even in, when they beat Celtic, they conceded two. Before that, they were conceding goals like nobody's business. Yeah. They they seem to be struggling for whatever reason, even with when Tyson was in the team. Yeah. He's now missed a couple of games through suspension, but even when he was in the team, they weren't defending they went, yeah. particularly well. Yeah. Um. So it is. I think it is worrying a little bit for Buffon, even though they did put up a good defensive display in Libya, um, or in Tunisia against Libya. Yeah. When they um, get tested at the yeah, when they get F1, tested at that higher level. You yeah. Know, I don't know. Does he does is is that sort of bad club form going to affect them, and can they improve it? And I don't know what because Gavin Hunt is also known as a coach who's, who can organise a team, mm. and that was just very disorganised from both teams. Well, there we go. Cheaper through on uh, penalties 5-3 after 4-4 at full time as uh, we now see one that was a bit more methodical and a bit more precise as far as a result was concerned and that was uh, Chiefs um, winning 2-0 against uh, Cape Town City. I think Chiefs thoroughly deserved yeah. to win that game they dominated the game from the start they were at City they missed a hat full of chances in the right. first half they could have the game could have been dead okay City hit the post I think at the beginning of the second half but then Chiefs got the second goal and then that was that and they were outstanding I don't think there's any debate there I think even Benny McCarthy after the game said we didn't deserve yeah. to win um, and I think Middendorf has to be commended for the job he's done there he's come in he's solidified the defence you know, he's brought some youngsters through. He's noticed that Freest didn't work in goal. He's mm. noticed that Akpay didn't work in goal. <laughs> now he's got Vuma in goal and Vuma's doing better. So he's, he's he's prepared to take pragmatic steps if he sees something not working. Henry Eckstein's got all this controversy over his contract. Will he sign a contract? Will he sure, not? but he's showing Middendorf his value, giving him a faith chance. In him, yeah. he, gets, he gets the goal for him. So and Dumasani Zuma as well. Once again, Zuma another youngster again. just giving him yeah, a chance. Another goal. So I think Chiefs are... are 
improving. I don't think they will challenge for the title, but the Nedbank Cup is a real prospect now for them in terms of silverware. I mean, if you look at those four teams left in the semis, yeah. you have to say Chiefs have all the pedigree. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at the situation of the league where, you know, it's Sundowns, uh, Vits and Pirates, um, and the possibility, if you're a Pirates fan, that Chiefs could end up with silverware and you and you don't. In a season where you've kind of been looked at as the team to have an impact um, is quite, I guess, it speaks to what Ernst has managed to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, and the pressure for me with this title race also is more on Orlando Pirates. Of course. It's going on a fifth year now fifth without year, a trophy. An all-star technical team exactly. with like three of the best minds. Exactly. All the resources behind them, the ten, players. Ten new players, 11 if you add Ndengani arriving in January. Right. 11, 11 new players, you'd think that... I mean, what's going to be the excuse at the end of the season? That they need time to... Charles still, we're, we're building? I mean, is, is yeah, that... I is mean, that... it was already one of the sort of storylines that was mm. thrown out by Fadlu Davids uh, last week when he said Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. While also acknowledging that Pirates have... It goes without saying that mm. Pirates have to win trophies. Sure. But at the same time, perhaps trying to buy time to say to, to the fans... Be patient. Be a bit patient. Mm. We're trying to build something spectacular here. But I don't know. I think, you know, if, if they don't get a trophy... You know, this season, if they don't well, if they don't win the league, because that's the only trophy that's that's left. Yeah. Then they there probably could be some serious question marks raised about over the technical team and what they are doing. And mm. also remember that there's a, a whole host of players that are disgruntled because they are not playing. Mm. You know, you've got Mpomakola, Tabo Matlaba, uh, Section Ten, Tabo Kalinge, mm. uh, Nyauza. Nyauza played twenty seven league games last season. Mm. He's only played five this season. Mm. Why? You know, it's just not clear, you know. Mm. So there's that. So the clear out on the horizon, surely. Possibly, possibly. I think possibly there could be a clear out on the. It doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for any of those players to stay, yeah. to stay especially if Pirates finish and it looks like they'll finish in a CAF competition spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm that being Champions League or Confed Cup. So they'll have the the, the, the ability to, or the possibility of playing in another, uh, you know, continental tournament again next season. Right. They'll have the same dynamics as this season, you yeah. know. So will the players stick around to think again, oh, we'll be given a given a chance uh, next season. And, and you know, Pirates are going to sign again, mm. you know. Mm. No, <laughs> They're no. not going to go into a new season without signing new players. They're going to sign again. Otherwise, the, the fans are going to cry it and say, you not you don't win anything, and then you go into a new season. You don't you sign zero players. It does not make sense. So there'll possibly be a, a, a clear out. But on Ernst, I think Ernst has I think in my interpretation of whatever he he's usually saying in post match press conferences since he, he arrived at Chiefs mm. is that in his second spell he's determined to 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 bring out a surprise element. He's mm. he's determined to be to not be as predictable as he was yeah. in the first time around. And mind you, it's a long time ago. He was new in the game, new in mm. South Africa. He didn't quite grasp. I mean, remember what, obviously what happened with Shuz Mushue, with Skarangobese. Right. He didn't quite understand that. But now he's embracing a player like Ekstien, mm. you know. In fact, it looks like he's the he's the one that's insisting that maybe... He must express himself. He yeah. must express himself. And then maybe the club should offer him a contract mm. because he, he's brought him <laughs> in back playing and he was the key man. I mean, mm. even Benny said it after the game that, mm. you know, XTN was the key man for them. And I, I don't think Benny saw that coming. Right. I, I don't think he expected XTN to play. He had missed two games before the international break. And he didn't... I didn't think he expected Ramachlan Patele to be subbed at halftime for Dumisani Zuma. Mm. So it's all those elements where Middendorp was 
outsmarted his counterpart mm. to actually get the win and Chiefs were value for, for, for their money you know they've been very inconsistent even in Middendorp's term yeah. now since he arrived in December but I mean you have to take your hat off for, for that performance against Cape Town City probably should have been three or four mm. in the first half alone right right. so a masterclass there from uh, Ernst and for yeah. someone like Be- Benny who you know he's, he's done the coaching thing the right way he knows what it takes to to be a good team for him to be in awe you know it also just goes to show that on the day and maybe with this rest of the season our preseason could make things interesting as far as what Chiefs offer the league next season yeah I think so I think they have to stick with mid and Dorp and I think if he gets to work with a squad and maybe gets a few players that he wants mm. um, his his signings if you like then then you know it can it can go well for Chiefs obviously there's you got to be careful because always there's a there's an upturn when a new coach comes in, sure. especially after players are depressed. Salinas obviously just wasn't working for yeah. Chiefs for whatever sure. reason. He comes in, there's usually, you know, a new coach syndrome or whatever you want to call it, where mm. the team starts going up, and then the next season is usually actually the true test of how successful yeah. they are going to be. But Chiefs could win, should win the Ned Bank Cup, and that'll also give them a great confidence booster. Sure. Um, I say should you don't know in, in South African football anything's possible, and Chipper are a very dangerous semi final opponent for them. Um, but on the subject of City, they won uh, the MTN8, if I'm not mistaken, earlier this mm. season. They've had a very successful season with Benny. I don't think they should worry too much about getting knocked out. They've just had a month where they beat Sundowns, they beat Vitz. You know, they've shown that they can compete with the big sure. boys, if you like. Sure. Um, and I so guess I now it's, like, it's almost like Chiefs' turn know, to do the same. I mean, Benny hinted maybe they were just a little bit knackered or whatever it was but when this game came around when I heard his comments after the Chiefs game as well so you know I think you know again they can they can still win the league you know so they, that would be ridiculous if they could do that <laughs> but they could but yeah um, the um, but yeah and they've they, and I think Benny's done a great job there and you know, I don't think he should be criticised too much for losing to Chiefs okay well sorry Want to grab that? Um, (laughs) That was a cold call, everyone. Uh, Okay, yes. The DA (laughs) probably. Um, (laughs) So there we go. The draw pits uh, Cheaper versus Chiefs and uh, Golden Arrows against uh, TS Galaxy. I mean, Arrows must fancy their chances as well in a draw like that. Uh, But I guess with the whole thing, when you're a PSLC team, it's always that, you know, the unknown, um, you know, component, even though... I mean, I'm sure Steve will know, you know, what kind of game Dan plays. Dan is a very, you know, we know his style of football. The teams will go at you. He plays an expansive game. And uh, I guess, you know, with the quality of a PSL team, um, Steve should be able to, to, to make it happen. Yeah, definitely. I think Steve will have a lot of intel on, on, on Dan, not mm. not only from his days at, at Cheaper United, but also the fact that they 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 they, they share the same agent mm. as well. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. know <laughs> they they are in the same stable, so they know each other from even just being you know uh, <clears throat> a client of 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 of, of, of one agency. Mm. And I think just just that those dynamics there already it's there's so much you can go on there. And and Steve prides himself with you know video analysis mm. and you know, delving deeper into how the opposition play and, and stuff like that. And and I think with the brand of football that the two teams play, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, entertainment uh, value for sure. You know, if if I were to pick which team, it, it would also be difficult. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a, a Golden Arrows uh, uh, Kaiser Chiefs Cup final here. Mm. But having, you know, noted what um, John T said earlier that, 
cheaper a tricky opposition for 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 Kaiser Chiefs for especially sure. in in the Eastern Cape uh, I, th- I think the the game's probably going to go to Nelson Mandela I don't see it going to <laughs> to <laughs> to East London right you know because of you know maybe security concerns or that kind of stuff maybe the the pitch is too small and that kind of stuff so probably probably headed to to the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium and I think I think Chiefs have a real opportunity to to end the drought here. Okay, so there you go. First of April, that's your call for the final. Uh, (laughs) I'm just, what's your, what's your, uh, I know we'll come back. I mean, Arrows Chiefs is the the one that I would pick. Yeah. I was put my head on the block. Right. Um, I think that Chiefs will beat Chipper, even though Chipper is a dangerous opponent for them. And I think Arrows will beat TS Galaxy. Um, Although that game will be very tight. I I don't think it'll be a hammering by any means. Yeah. I think, that compellers compellers got a good thing going at arrows and i think that they'll come through that one okay cool just for the producers make a note guys first of april was a show where the two <laughs> gentlemen put their heads on the block as far as uh who's going to be in that final and once we get it right then we'll we'll go to picking who wins the final let's see let's see how well you do round by round um and then we have that game that is tonight happening in the absa premiership what a what a great way to start the month, you know. Obviously, it's going to be on a somber note with a minute of silence. But after that, when it starts, you know, it's time to do the business. I mean, can we could we ask for two more exciting and interesting teams to be watching at the stage of the season going up against each other? Yeah, I think also, you know, the coaches are trying to play it down, especially from a Pirates' point of view, that it's not, uh, you know, it's it's by not by any stretch of their imagination a potential title decider but I think they're wrong I think this this is going to have a huge say in where the title goes and we know that Mamelodi Sundowns have a a good track record against Orlando Pirates Orlando Pirates haven't beaten Mamelodi Sundowns in their own backyard in in, in some time now and they'll be feeling the pressure look Orlando Pirates are playing vets also a big game mm. uh, a few days later but Mamelodi Sundowns are playing eight time uh, CAF Champions League winners a few days later so if if you if you're a betting man what do you think Pizzo is going to do you know <laughs> you know but Pizzo is probably likely to be happy with only a point if he mm. gets away out of mm. Soweto with a point i think he'll be happy you know and he may have he may set up his stall a little bit different Anthony Lafour is out injured uh, Gaston Serrino is, is suspended yeah. I'm hearing that uh, Villa Villa has made the 18 men squad could potentially make a return but maybe this the magnitude of the game is too big for him to come back from a long term injury and, right and now, play yeah. but, but, but having said that <clears throat> you never know and you know um, Jeremy Brokey also unavailable, but I, I don't think he was in in the plans to to play. <laughs> I don't think he would have started. I don't think yeah, he would have started, sure. or pro- probably even made the bench. Um, so you know, Pizzo will be very very careful in how he sets up his stall, and I definitely think a point would 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 be seen as a massive or well, not massive achievement, but you know, a, a good thing That's for a him. Return, yeah. A good return ahead of the game against Alakli. Pakamani also injured. Pakamani is also mm. injured, so there's 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 another heavy blow. I think he had started in the game against uh Wade at Casablanca mm. away from home. So, you know, you know, you, you, their attack is stifled somewhat. It's Temba Zwani and Lebohang Mabue who are, who have it all to do. Well there's Emiliano Tade as mm. well who can spring an element of surprise. But 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 I think Orlando Pirates will be more under pressure. They have to catch up. Mm. You know, uh, they are three points behind, they're and, home. and and they're at home. They haven't won a trophy in in, in about five years mm. now. Mamelodi Sundowns are the reigning champions. They're in the quarterfinals of the CAF Champions League. 
so they're not they're not under any pressure to be honest yeah they, they, they basically <laughs> have the the hedging of the bets i guess so yeah. sundowns you have the league and you have uh, continental competition i always find it slightly difficult to sympathize with sundowns when they have an injury crisis in inverted Given. commas though because also <laughs> yeah, yeah, i mean mazola has just said oh it's only an attacking trident of mabue Dwane, and tade <laughs> oh, uh, you know most teams would they, like give do? their left and right arms to have that front three you know right. so i feel i don't feel that sorry for them and i think they'll cope you know poor sundowns um <laughs> i think they'll manage um but yeah they do have they've got a massive game against al-akhli i think they want to re-stamp a bit of more authority on the champions league i think that you know they were knocked out in the group stages last year in the, the um quarterfinals the season before that so they'd like to put themselves back up in the semi-bracket i'm sure al-akhli is obviously a very tough opponent for them um, and again, yeah, I think I, I remember going to a game, was it Vitz Sundowns recently that was nil-nil? And Vitz played Sundowns in the league. It was 1-1. It was 1-1. 1-1 yeah. And Pizza was basically happy with a yeah. draw, right? They, was, yeah. Said, I mean, well, that was right. Wayne Aronson was sent off, yeah. right? Yeah, and then they just played for a draw and they got the draw. So I think, like Mazola says, if Sundowns can get a draw, it's a brilliant result for them. Pirates are the ones who have to push for the win and they're the ones who are under more pressure um, not just because obviously they're a couple of points behind but also because of the five seasons without a trophy right you know, I mean right. if Sunners don't win the league title it will be it will be upsetting but not a disaster but it, yeah. they can still say we've won however many three exactly. of the last five exactly the Pirates don't win it it's like oh five seasons we haven't even won a single trophy no exactly the pressure this, is on them this is the team they're putting out uh, uh, Pirates Sandilands Jelending Ani Maela Dube Motwari Nyatama Memela Loch Shonga Mulenga Dube wow mm. okay mm. I think that's a first start for Dube since coming back from in in an in in and out with injuries and not being able to make the team yeah that's 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 very interesting um i, I guess the the others not so much a surprise you would have expected sandilands to start mm, yeah. jele and dengani innocent maela ben motswari alongside musa nyatama and obviously you know their talisman Lodge mm. and justin shonga vincent pule is suspended yes, yeah. uh, Lambo also um unavailable i think he's injured as well so no surprises there but apart from togozi sidube obviously he you know had having not played i don't think he's played this year at all right you know which which has always been going off topic again but this has always been the thing for me with orlando pirates with and especially with important games, bringing yeah. in players that haven't featured at all. Right. I mean, you could argue that they've done their technical analysis and they think Dube will add more value, you know, coming in. But right. Dube hasn't have, hasn't really kicked the ball in a, in a long time. Mm. They did the same with throwing in young Marcelo in an all-important game in the Champions League mm. against FC Platinum. And, mm. it, it you know, it was a disaster. Sure. They, they had to come back from two goals down. Um, Marcelo hadn't played... In, in, in nearly two months he hadn't kicked the ball in two months and no. he comes in an important game like that just doesn't it's, and there was the Gabuza uh, exactly you know incident I'm, you know it's, it's those kind of things where players come out of nowhere and they play and I, and I understand if you're a tactician you'd argue that you know certain players you can bring them in bring a spark. Uh, for a spark on that day and maybe this is one of it I mean the games kick off at 7.30 let's, let's, let's wait and see but I think that might be a possible error there from the coaches 
I'm going to make a note again. First of April. Was it a possible error? Uh, as we await what should be an equal. It's not an April Fool, that team. It is the team. No, that is the team. Uh, this morning I was just like, can it be over already? After I saw Kenyatta signing a three year contract, I was like, can April Fool's Day be over already? Okay, so there we go. I guess we've got the lay of the land and it's got us in a position to actually be home in time to go watch the match. Uh, so, yeah, Jens, thank you so much for making it uh, sweet and short as we uh, just round up what was I guess a quieter weekend with less teams being in action due to the NetBank Cup and that's what has allowed us to have such a pointed show and uh, just uh, just quickly just to wrap up before we go the football forum Mazola you were there yeah. John T you sent your sick note your absence was noted thank uh, you thank yeah. you for noting that uh, but I wasn't available unfortunately you weren't <laughs> what do you know about club licensing what do I know about club licensing? <laughs> um, you just put me on the spot there. there. I need, uh, I need um, to come to the next football forum to learn about club But I mean, I think yeah. that just makes my point is that not enough people know what it is. And to be honest, I only fully understood it yeah. at the yeah. forum. It was, as trending. Last week. it was trending at the yeah, football forum. It was, it was uh, but it's a very uh, important component. And hopefully over the next, next coming weeks, the forum visuals and audio will come out onto our social media uh, platforms and once everyone else is up to speed maybe we can get someone else who can come in unpack it and, and just you know take it from where we left it at the forum but it's a big big concept if you want to kind of get a march on it google club licensing it is a very interesting topic and i think once you read up on what it is it might just have you giving one of those ah moments and thinking how much better our game would be if we had the likes of club licensing kind of um applied to it so yeah google it check it out but it is one of the big highlights from the football forum of which hopefully the visuals and the sound will have for you in the next few weeks but thank you so much for those who did come out it was a good first one and we hope to build on them and make them bigger and better gents thank you so much for your time this evening go home enjoy the match uh and we'll reflect on it in a week's time watch him to go see dubey hat trick okay oh wow <laughs> had to drop the spice just had to, a little bit of spice and to you on youtube and on twitter thank you so much for tuning in until we meet again peace